the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. Smooth like butter, sweet like honey. Looks so good like she made of money. She's blonde, five foot two, and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. It's a woman's world. Woo! It's Friday night. It's Friday night. <laughs> Somebody's so excited that it's it's Friday night that he played the sound bite twice. Woo, it's Friday night. <laughs> Thank Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, indeed. Super excited to share this Friday night with you guys. Friday, hashtag Friday fun day here on tonight's Andrea K show. Maybe my partner Padna here in crime played that three times because he was he was munching on a sandwich and he wanted to, he wanted to finish chewing before I brought him in on tonight's Andrea K show y'all I know, plead the fifth uh, you please oh all right good good swallow all right y'all recognize that voice y'all know who I'm talking about here he may be finishing up a subway sandwich not from subway itself but finishing up a a sandwich but y'all know him as DJ potato skins yeah I'm not DJ tuna scandal like uh, like subway but, uh, <laughs> doing well on a Friday excited headed into the weekend yeah for sure even though the weather when is this humidity Ugh. gonna end San Diego I ask hey, and y'all coming from somebody from the south you know what's going on I mean I mean I didn't leave New Orleans in the best food speaking of food the best food in the entire world to continue to have to have to wear a baseball cap on a Friday night because the humidity is so bad that I look like I'm still in BR Baton Rouge yeah when some of my Um, peeps say oh it's not that hot I'm like listen I, I work with a lady that is uh, from the South. She knows what she's talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. This is almost as humid as New Orleans. Um, so anyway, glad to have you guys here with me tonight, however you are listening to us. And if you're watching, we are streaming live. You can watch us on the Facebook page of The Answer San Diego Facebook page. Great, awesome patriots there every night of the week. So do join there, share that video, and continue to comment. I don't always get to you know, chat back and forth with you guys on that thread during the show, but I do read the comments and I just love you guys so much. Thank you for being here. 888-344-1170. Skins doesn't even know I'm going to throw this out there tonight, but Uh I'm just going to, I'm just spitballing here. Just, just brainstorming on an idea. We can do that. Yeah. I mean, we're going to get into the big topics. There's breaking news as to who was really involved in this Mar-a-Lago raid uh, down in Florida. Marjorie Taylor Greene is just leading the way in terms of how the Republicans need to be handling business yeah, in this country. Unfortunately, she ain't got hardly. She's leading the way. Unfortunately, she she's got almost no no fellow Republicans in the conga line with her. It's like she's at a wedding, right? She's at a wedding reception, and she's. You, have you ever been there with somebody's leading a conga line, and then they look back and nobody's nobody's like I think in the it's conga her, line? Biggs and Bueller, probably, probably, or it's kind of like Frank the Tank in my favorite yeah. comedy movie. 
movie yeah. where like nobody's so what you can hit me of- with um okay I, i'm thinking that i need like a clever sign off to the show like at the end of the show every night and i'm looking for ideas like how should i i mean y'all know that i'm my my moniker is dynamite in a dress which was actually given to me by my mother because she said that when i was born she was kind of expecting me to be the quintessential southern belle sitting wearing a little pretty dress in a corner playing with a baby doll instead what she got was dynamite in a dress <laughs> which is true very true so that's where i got that um i'm just thinking you know maybe have you know i don't really have like a clever clothes at the night of the show at the end of the night so i'm open no, to I'm ideas in that well you know one of my favorites who's no longer here on salem media but partners occasionally is um uh signs off with uh, a certain catchphrase the greatest nation on god's green earth and i always love that i think we need one I think we need one, but it's got to be kind of, you know, in line with who I am, right? So if y'all have ideas, 888-344-1170, I would love to hear it. You can call anytime throughout the show tonight. Uh, You guys also, many of you email me during the show, andreakshow.com, email me there. Um, Coming up, of course, one of the top news stories of the week, in fact, it was one of the top three stories nationally behind the Trump Mar-a-Lago raid, was this Minnesota Teachers Union and this discriminatory, flat-out discriminatory policy that they put in place. So coming up, Bob Walters is going to be here with me for his Friday night segment, and he'll be here to share with you guys, and and we'll be discussing that and more with what's happening uh, across the country in education. Um, okay, so the the Mar-a-Lago raid, breaking news. Well, well, let me put it this way. It, it's Some of this is breaking news in terms of who was actually involved, who is behind this raid. Um, it, it's going to be breaking news to um, the people who haven't been paying attention to the past, past six years. Because we all knew the second we saw that there was FBI agents down there and they were raiding, we all knew that this was coup number, you know, coup attempt number five, that this was just a continuation of what's been going on against Donald Trump for seven years, right? In terms of the specifics, uh, we knew that it was part of the same pattern of behavior. We knew that it, we knew that it, even without, we didn't even need to see the warrant. We knew that the fact that they were there for, because, you know, uh, Andrea Casial listeners and MAGA in general, we are engaged. We are paying attention. We understand that if we've got 30 FBI agents in somebody's home and they're there for nine and a half hours, we know Something's up. We know. Yeah. And we know that it is a fishing expedition because it doesn't take 30 agents nine and a half hours to go in and take if there's probable cause of a crime. It doesn't take nine and a half hours for 30 agents to go in and get some documents, particularly since they had just been down there on June uh, on June 3rd. Right. So it was clear that it was a fishing expedition. It was clear that there was no actual probable cause of a crime that they were they that this is uh, year number seven. of Here's a man that we hate for his politics and the fact that he won't go away here. We are going to continue our digging until we can, can hopefully find something that we can use against him in a court of law. And if not, at least make the rubes that aren't paying attention and haven't been paying attention for six years believe that the very fact that these FBI agents are there have that give the appearance of a crime must have been committed and that's why you're not allowed to criticize or question the FBI right because they want the they want the credibility of the institution to stand for itself so it does, they don't just like and that's what it was about with crossfire hurricane the russian collusion hoax they never showed us any goods that they had any probable cause they never showed us anything but 
some document that supposedly said that he had hired prostitutes to pee on a bed, right? Which was not legitimate. So we all knew that this was a part of the same playbook. We don't need to see the warrant and we don't even need to see the affidavit. And of course, those of us paying attention knew that when the the hearing took place yesterday in Florida to where this magistrate who's not a judge, a magistrate who has a conflict of interest, admittedly so, ruled on this affidavit. Supposedly, he's being considered to be a straight up guy because he said, well, the government doesn't have a right to have it be completely withheld from the public. So he gave him a whole week to come back with a redacted affidavit. You won't be able to buy enough vowels to 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 fill to solve that puzzle. That's how redacted it's going to be. And you know what? I don't need to see it. And you know why you don't need to see it? Because there is a little bit of of some details. It's not going to come as a surprise to you, MAGA uh, supporters. But uh, the same, the reason why, and I mentioned this last night, I said something's up with the fact that they brought in FBI agents from D.C. instead of using the agents on the ground. And that wasn't just a problem uh, because it was wasting taxpayers' money to fly in all these people from D.C. But it's 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 hinky. Your hinky meter should have gone off, right? There's a lot of people saying, Andrew, he, they very easily could have just asked for the documents that were in question. Right. So, uh, you know, all signs point to being a fishing expedition. How can they go and, cert, you know, throw a wide net, take anything that they could, uh, create the optics that he's a criminal simply because they were there, which is why they're, they're angry that you're questioning the institution because they're trying to rely on a credibility that doesn't exist. And they wanted the cameras um, turned off. They wanted the cameras turned off. Well, here's here's the here's the new details. Um, the people that they brought down to Mar-a-Lago, and this is according to Western Journal uh, in uh, Real Clear Investigations, the FBI's nine-hour 30-agent raid is part of the counterintelligence case run out of Washington. So this is the same people from Crossfire Hurricane, the same people that were part of the division that led the 2016 to 2017 Russian collusion investigation codenamed Crossfire Hurricane. This according to Real Clear Investigations. But it gets even worse than there. Um, uh, oh, uh, yeah. Several members of the same dubious FBI unit are currently under active investigation by the agency's disciplinary arm, the Office of Professional Responsibility. So they not only brought in agents that were part of the failed Russian collusion witch hunt. But these agents are actually under review right now for disciplinary actions by their own agents. Think about that for a minute. And this could be you. Don't think for a second. Very easily. Very easily. You know why you can know this could be you? Because this is what happened to Michael Flynn. This is the same kind of part of the same crap from what happened to Roger Stone, Jerome Corsi. Same institution that has American citizens locked up in a gulag denied bail. Simply because of a political opinion that they have. Without a charge of insurrection. And, and, but it gets even worse than that, Skins, because this is the, most of these people that they brought down to Mar-a-Lago for the raid are actually under investigation right now by John Durham for alleged abuses of power. These people should not even have a job at this point, let alone being allowed to participate in a raid on the former president of the United States. Former federal uh, FBI counterintelligence official and lawyer Mark 
um, Walk said, if these people who were part of a major hoax that involved criminal activity and displays of bias and seriously fall judgment are still involved, that's a major scandal. For instance, he goes on, supervisory intelligence analyst Brian Alton, a key member of the 2016 Russian, Russiagate team, remains involved in the investigations, even though, quote, whistleblowers have alleged that Alton tried to false, um, falsely discredit derogatory evidence against Hunter Biden during the 2020 campaign by labeling it Russian disinformation. Um, again, according to Real Clear Investigations, this same guy has been under internal investigation since 2019 when DOJ's Inspector General Michael Horowitz, who remembers the Horowitz report that came out? Sidney Powell came on the show multiple nights in a row as she broke it down for you all here on the show. Horowitz referred to him for disciplinary review for his role in, quote, vetting a Hillary Clinton campaign funded dossier used by the FBI to obtain a series of wiretap warrants to spy on Carter Page. And that's who they brought down to participate in this raid. These individuals who broke the law obviously partisan, who participated in the dual thing that we talked about with John O'Connor last night. Uh, their, their activities are, are, are twofold, covering up the crimes of the Democrats and planting evidence and, and conducting politically biased, I- illegal investigations against a former president, now former president at the time, uh, a, a nominee for president, then president of the United States, and now a former president. And I'll tell you what I told you off the air. I don't care that this is Trump. If this was Obama, I'd still say this was wrong. Right. Horowitz, who was impo- who was appointed, by the way, by Obama in 2012, specifically singled out Alton for, quote, cutting a number of corners in the verification process and even allowing information he knew to be incorrect, slip into Warren affidavits and mislead the FISA court. This is who was down there on this Mar-a-Lago raid. Chris Sweckler, former assistant FBI director, was also stunned, according to him. He was stunned um, that by the, the vague, wide-ranging scope of the, the search warrant that was used against Trump and said, this is a huge, broad search warrant and huge, broad investigation leveled against a former president. He said that unsupervised snooping in several dozen bedrooms happened, as well as numerous storage rooms, um, that this should not have been allowed. Uh, Twenty uh, Michael... Biasello, a 27-year-old FBI veteran, said it is disgrace that that guy Auten is still even employed by the Bureau, let alone being able to participate in this raid. This should outrage every American. But I tell you what, Skins, how many how many shows are actually reporting on the truth as to what's behind here? Um, other than ours, uh, I can think of a couple off the top of my head. And conveniently, they're both here at Salem. Yeah. Kimberly Strassel from the Wall Street Journal said, In descending on Mar-a-Lago, the department and the FBI shifted the U.S. into the category of countries who ruling parties use government power to investigate political rivals. Absolutely. Now, Donald Trump has said today uh, that he's going to be filing legal action soon. We're going to take a break in a moment. And you know what he should do before he does that, though, Andrea, and we've said it before. He really needs, if he has intentions to run, he needs to announce he's running. Well, you know, he might be right now so busy. He, he Here's the statement he said today. A major, a major, he might be so busy planning his legal response here 
because, you know, he might be thinking it might be advised that, you know, his he needs to prepare for an announcement by taking some important legal steps. So he says here, a major motion pertaining to the Fourth Amendment will soon be filed concerning the illegal breaking of my home, Mar-a-Lago, right before the ever important midterm elections. He wrote, my rights, together with the rights of all Americans, have been violated at a level rarely seen before in our country. Remember, he said, they even spied on my campaign. The greatest witch hunt in USA history has been going on for six years with no consequences to the to the scammers. It should not be allowed to continue. Now, I have not heard one Republican speak out against the fact that it's the same people that are that not not only they should be in jail, let alone still have their job. People that that committed crimes against uh, it, this country by lying to courts covering up crimes of others, not only do they still have their job and not in jail, but they're able to now continue to persecute, not just any citizen, but a former president of the United States. This is a scandal far bigger than Watergate ever was because this is a, this has been a six-year effort. And don't tell me that this doesn't involve the rank and file because it goes all the way to the bottom. Got to take a break because when we come back, we got we to gotta talk about the Republican Party. Our girl Marjorie Taylor Greene took an extraordinary important step today before the midterm elections. Well, we're going to share that with you. And then later on, Bob Walters. So stay tuned. This is the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170, The Answer, San Diego. Bringing the world a much needed reality check. You're listening to The Andrea K. Show on The Answer, San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. We've been talking a lot about the GOP in the past few days and about how, uh, well, actually, you know, past few days we've been talking about it in terms of, particularly yesterday, in terms of whether or not they actually want to win the majority. We've been questioning for a while whether and why people, and, and basically saying people need to stop counting on a red wave going into the fall for a variety of reasons. Uh, number one, um, the, the Republican Party has not had a cogent, a clear platform and agenda, and there's so much they could run on. And part of the reason why the Republican Party hasn't done it is because um, one of the reasons is, is because they really only want to talk about money and economy. I get emails every morning from the Republican Party, National Republican Party, with topic ideas and guest ideas, and not one time have I gotten one topic idea that has anything to do with what matters so much to MAGA and to the average American beyond, of course, the obvious inflation. That is not the only thing that matters to this country, matters to the voters, right? So much of MAGA, Make America Great Again, so much about America First policy has to do with our culture as well. Our Judeo-Christian principles and values, we understand the cultural Marxist movement is set on destroying that. And the battle, Bob Walters will be here in a little bit to talk about the battle uh, that's taking place in our schools. The future of our country, the battle for the future is involving our children. And the Republican Party has not wanted to deal with it beyond Ron DeSantis. And that's why the, the left has had such able to make such inroads as they have on our children, where five year olds are getting chemi- getting puberty blockers to chemi- chemically castrate them. And we're not hearing anything from the Republican Party about it. Enter Marjorie Taylor Greene, MAGA candidate. And she's introduced some legislation that would make giving uh, today that would make giving puberty blockers and performer, performing gender changing surgery on minors a felony. And that's exactly what we need in this country. You get to be an adult. 
And, and there should be no doctor being willing to do this, by the way, because you get you it, and it, even if you get to be an adult, your brain should be fully developed, which is around the age of 25 before any doctor would be willing to do this. Not on children. This is the worst kind of child abuse that's happening in our country right now. And the problem, and according to Marjorie Taylor Greene, she's calling it the Protect Children's Innocence Act. She wants to criminalize the child abuse that she says many call gender-affirming care. She says, my legislation would immediately make it a felony to subject children to puberty blockers or horrific sex change genital surgeries. Um, she spoke about this last night on Tucker... And here's what she had to say about the Republican Party's support. Clip one. Man, little girl, you should be in prison. So, I mean, I assume you're going to get every Republican vote for this. You know, I should have every single Republican co-sponsor, but unfortunately I don't yet. I only have five co-sponsors. I'm talking to all of my colleagues and urging them because, Tucker, let me tell you something. This is a referendum on the Republican Party. When we take back the majority, if the American people elect us, we need to, we have a lot of work to do. Not only do we need to impeach Merrick Garland, we need to clean out the corrupt FBI. We need to hold the Democrats accountable and defund all of their climate garbage. 87,000 IRS army. But there's one thing that we have got to do. And we're not even a party worth deserving of the American people's votes. If we cannot protect children from this horrific child abuse and create this to be a fe- Absolutely. Absolutely. She's only got five co-sponsors. That's just sad. The Republican Party are cowards. Cowards. We're here because they've been so cowardly for decades that they backed off. Uh, all, all anybody had to do was say, if you want to enforce immigration laws, you hate brown people. And then they never wanted to do anything about securing the border ever again. Right. If you if you hate if you're not on board with entitlement reform, you know, entitlement programs, you hate poor people. It's like whatever identity politics card the left pulled out, it made the Republican Party cut and run. And here we are and children are paying the price for it. And we're going to pay the price as a country if we don't stop this. The battle for the future of our country involves our children and the front is mainly in our schools. And Bob Walters will be here in a moment to share What's happening in our schools? And there's one one teachers union in this country that declared open season and implemented a policy that's directly flat out discriminatory against white teachers. And we're going to talk about that with Bob Walters when we come back. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea Kay on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay show. I might have a migraine today from a crick in my neck, but it always puts me in a good mood that I get to chat and spend some time with my dear friend, Bob Walters, a.k.a. call sign Don Quixote. Hello, my dear friend. Hi, good to be here. Well, good to have you as always. And we got to start tonight with a story that actually it was one. It, it was such a huge story yesterday. It was one of the top three stories in spite of the fact that we've got a former president of the United States whose home was raided and his wife's closet and underwear drawer was picked through by a bunch of FBI agents. And it involves uh, the many. It, 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 and the reason why it was a top three story Normally, you don't have a a story involving teachers unions these days being a top three story in the country, but it's because it's so outrageous. It is such a spit in the face 
of what our country is supposed to be about and what it, and, and the supposed quest for equality in this country um, that I, I got to kick us off tonight with this story, Bob Walters. I got to play this clip. And, and because there's so many different facets to it. Uh, we found a clip from ABC News that kind of describes what's going on with this teachers, you know, union in Minneapolis. And then it even in- it involves a couple of members. It's not that long of a clip. A couple of members from this teachers union trying to justify why it's appropriate in the United States of America for a teachers union to put a policy in place to where if they've got to lay off school teachers, why it's not based on seniority, it's not based on performance, it's based strictly on skin color. Uh, Skins, please play clip two. And Minneapolis public schools are defending a new controversial agreement with the teachers union to prioritize minority teachers over white teachers when determining layoffs. Previously, layoffs were determined by seniority, but the new city contract dictates white teachers should be let go before minority teachers, even if the white teacher has been there longer. The vice president of the Minneapolis Federation of Teachers spoke about that new policy on GMA3. Here's part of that conversation. I've been teaching for about 24 years, and I started in a school that was over 60% black, and for many, many of my students, I am the only educator that they had in 12 years that looked like me. Um, And here it is, 24 years later, and that's still the same case in a lot of schools. Um, This is a non-issue. It really, really is. But the part that is the issue is that our students deserve to have intellectualism and academia be represented by people that are underrepresented, African-Americans, indigenous folks, people of color. Wow, Bob Walters. Um, So if I'm to understand right, this is them defending this policy that they're going to conduct layoffs strictly on the basis of skin color and white people have to go first. They're going to lay off white people first. And this teacher who's who's black, her justification for this is that um, basically that um, students are supposed to have teachers who look like them. Is that what she's saying here? Yes, basically. it. I mean, talk about racism. They accuse us conservatives of being the racist. And yet the only real racist I see in this country are people like these liberals who have this indoctrination in them and preach a, a gospel of racism is okay. It's, it's, it's not. In fact, they, they went on to say that they hope this model, it can be emulated throughout the entire nation. She announced that in, a little after that interview that you heard on the radio. Well, it's, it's crazy to me because if you're going to defend hiring people and persecuting people because of their skin color, flat out discriminatory, if we've got to lay off 10 people, we're not going to because it used to be with school teachers, whether it be at K through 12 or particularly in colleges or universities that tenure. Right. We've got to have tenure. We've seniority is what matters because they never want to base any decisions on performance. Right. Which is the way it should be, whether or not the kids are graduating, whether or not the kids are passing exams, any of the typical uh, qual- qualitative and quantitative analysis. Right. But they're basically saying um, you're white. You got to go. And it's just flat out systemic racism and you would think if they were going to defend it that they would somehow have some justification you if you're going to 
target white people for firing? You better tell me why and how have uh, for black students to have um, and and there's no school that they're talking about in Minneapolis that's 100% black students. They're all a mixed classroom. She better be able to tell me exactly how it's a better educational experience for those children that a teacher be a person, quote, of color instead of white. What is the special skill that a black person provides those children over a white person? But we didn't hear that from her, did we? No, no. That's not what it's about. It's about black racism against white people. And they accuse us of being the racist. Right. Ultimately, yeah, I think part of what it is, because I think when uh, there there was the extended clip, we didn't have time to play the entire interview on tonight's show. Um, But at one point, Amy Robach, when she's interviewing them, says that, that this is, you know, part of why you're doing this is to correct the wrongs of the past. So basically what this is ultimately, and which is why they couldn't articulate any actual reasoning that made sense for the students, is because this is really about reparations. This is really about righting wrongs of the past in the slavery days um, by telling white teachers that if we need to have layoffs, you're going to go simply because you're white. That's what this is really about. Yeah, sad but true. Yes. It really is. And everybody in this country, and and yes, this was a major story yesterday, but I didn't want to let it die off. This is too important because you're right. They want to do this nationally. And they're talking about that one of the reasons their justifications is, oh, how are we going to recruit, you know, um, black teachers? We need to be able to recruit black teachers more and and offer them retention. Why? Whether it's whether you're whether you're being racist and wanting to fire white people instead of black or whether you're being racist and wanting to only hire black people instead of white. This is systemic racism and every American needs to be outraged by it and continue to scream about it and make sure that this isn't go go right now. And you find out not, not it's Friday night, but we everybody across this country needs to go and finding out if this is our if this is in the in the works at their local teachers union and their local school board. I agree. All right. Moving on. Can't, can't let our guard down. No, we can't. Well, I do have some good news. And then we've got some college crazies, which I'll cover tonight as well. All right. Give me, give me into something good. I had, to, I had to open with that breaking story. But uh, give me, get, now, now take me into some good news. All right. Well, interesting development. The black students are returning to black colleges in recent years. And the percentage of blacks in all black colleges was 18% in 1976. That number has fallen way down to 8%. This past year, it rose to 9% and expected to rise more. Interesting development. I don't know what's doing it. Well, do you think it could be because uh, you know, um, Donald Trump, not Barack Obama, but Donald Trump made permanent greater investments into historical black and uni- colleges and universities? Could be because he spent a lot of money getting them solid in their education background and support. Right. Yep. And, you know, and even though I don't like the idea, I, I think it's systemically racist. I, I, I don't like anything that supports the idea of segregation that separates us. But if we're going to have that, if that is a way for minority people to, you know, um, from minority communities to get an education, I'm cool with that. But how about giving Donald Trump some credit for it, people? Yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> All right. In Texas, you got uh, a push by conservative leaders has removed 719 books out of the libraries in all of the, collectively, in all of the school districts in Texas. They felt that they contained LGBT or CRT information or simply too sexual. But in one district, Keller School District, which I never heard of, 
Someone complains the Bible contained homosexual attacks, rape, and murder. (gasps) It, too, has now been banned in that district. No. This has shocked conservatives, obviously, and Americans throughout the state. But (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Where does the craziness end? Yeah. Anyhow, according to a new law, Texas public schools are now, however, required to display in public space a post or sign that says, In God We Trust. It has to be privately donated, but the schools must post it in every prominent area in a public school. Good. So now they're they're going to have to display in God we trust. Yep. Mm-hmm. Good. Good. You know yeah. we're not we're not founded on we're founded on separation of church and state, not denial of church and state. Right. It's 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 you know we're we're allowed to openly it, we're. You know, our rights, our founders believed our rights come from God. Um, We've got, you know, uh, the Ten Commandments in different, you know, different parts of our government. We ought to have in God we trust. I like that. I agree. Mm -hmm. Doesn't hurt at all. Keeps the kids with a certain focus they need to not lose in our society. Well, right. And so that they don't worship themselves, right? If, if, if your God is ahead of lettuce, fine. But, you know, um, it's, it's a part of understanding and teaching kids that there's something beyond you, you know, because it, it, everybody believes in something and has faith in something. And either you're going to believe and understand there's a higher power and there's a God out there. You're going to worship yourself and like be a Kardashian. I agree. Mm-hmm. Here's another point of good news. According to the California School Boards Association, there are 5,000 school board seats in California up for election this year. That's a lot. The report says that many parents are now running to fill those seats if elected. That's great news. In fact, they say that the number of people challenging the incumbents has risen from 12% last election to 62% this election. That's good news. Of parental involvement and rising up against what's going on in the schools. That's that's really good news. And I mean, unfortunately, in San Diego, we still have uh, a hunt as of right before the cutoff a couple of weeks ago, 149 seats in San Diego, many of which are school board seats where Democrats were running unopposed. Bob, we just have an apathy problem. And, you know, at, down here in San Diego, I, I, I have the impression that Orange County, up in Orange County, y'all were more active and politically in terms of running for office. I think that I don't know what's going on down here in San Diego. I don't know if people are just, <laughs> I don't know, too busy surfing. I, I don't know what's going on. Or your, your lifestyle down there, very nice and casual. Okay. Yeah, could be. I don't know. We're too laid back, man. All right. We're going to some college crazies. The American Bar Association, it's actually good news, has nixed racial diversity plan for law schools. Because law schools that I reported a week or two ago were going to have eliminating admission tests and softening the bar exam for minorities. Again, another (laughs) racial discrimination. But the American Bar Association has nixed that for any law school. They can't jump into that, that bailiwick. Well, good. I mean, that's like relaxing. That's like relaxing the entrance exams into med school. I mean, this is a highly specialized field that requires a certain level of intelligence and analytical reasoning for anybody who's seen an LSAT knows what's involved in going to law school. I mean, you know, good grief. I mean, it's like, you know. Wow. I mean, the hat tip. to. I'm not a huge fan of the Bar Association, but in this case, uh, hat tip to, to the bar. Yep, I agree. Now, there's another uh, organization rising up, again, another racist thing called Black Menaces. 
just like it sounds, menace. Black menaces. They detail a plan to take over predominantly white institutions across the country. This is a group of black students who started the University of Brigham Young in Utah, which has only got 3% minorities in that school. Mm. Kind of amazing. Yeah. In the past several weeks, they have expanded to a dozen schools and plan many more. They focus on asking white students about black history and race and what discrimination they're aware of and what can be done about it. They now have amassed 725,000 followers on TikTok and want to be on every white campus in the United States. Um, you know, they, you know, they, good for these kids that I'm not still at LSU because it might have gone viral if any of them had come up to me and, and started trying to pepper me with crap like that. I agree. Yeah. It really is just, uh, it, well, it's ridiculous because it's like, you know, black. I think I think the term black menace is a, is a good description because basically what they want to do is go around and menace and harass and bully people to push their crap. Right. You know, get yourself yep. into class and go study something and try to get a degree that you pay for yourself and go be a, a contributing member to society. This is not contribution to society. This is bullying and harassment and it's nonsense. And if you can afford to be in school. What do you got to yammer about? What are you complaining about? What's your problem? I know. Right? And this, is a whole, this whole process is being funded by the George Floyd Memorial. <laughs> of course. <laughs> uh, <Yeah>. <laughs> right. Yeah. The George Floyd. I want to know who's, who's putting money into there. Probably George Soros is probably putting money into the George Floyd uh, Memorial Fund. All right. We got to take a break. We come back. More with Bob Walters. More with Bob on the other side of the break. And then we got hour two coming up. So don't you go anywhere. We got a whole a whole nother hour and twenty minutes left to go. This is the Andrea K show on AIM eleven seventy, the answer, San Diego. You're listening to the Andrea K show on the answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Glad to have you guys here with me. Got my buddy Bob Walters here sharing everything you need to know about education. His call sign is Don Quixote. All right, my dear. What what else you got for? I have one for you. I don't know if you know about this story. This is from your neck of the woods. Uh, had I, this is a rare time y'all going to hear me say "roll tide" in Alabama, University of Alabama. This transgender biological male dude decides. I don't know if you heard about this. He decided he was going to try to rush sororities because he wanted to be a part of a sister of, of a sisterhood and the sisters the the greek sisters at, at university of alabama said no thank you and not one of them would let him in so hat tip to your home state and the university of alabama bob <laughs> i had read about that i was uh, i was going to have it covered tonight but you did a better job than i <laughs> was good. well i mean i i felt like i had to go into that because i was a sorority girl i mean unless you want to cover it and sing us a sorority song i i don't know it's all right i'm from university of alabama so we we used to uh, have solid views about such things. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Americans for Freedom, which is a real strong, active conservative group, has just held its annual conference and, and had YAF leaders attend from 33 colleges and universities their training and support to push for the conservative message in colleges around the nation. Hmm. It's a good, strong group, and they're really coming along. Awesome. Good news. Yes. The... Uh, Foundation for Individual Rights and Expression filed a suit against the Clovis Community College in Fresno. Never heard of it. 
Mm-hmm. The, the conservative students have been banned from putting up posters around the campus that pitch anti-communist or anti-abortion messages. Yeah. Wow. Is this is this is this a public school? Do they get taxpayer funds? Oh yeah, yeah. It's a it's a community college. Wow. So much for free speech. Yeah, America with a K. I know. <laughs> what else you got for us, comrade? Call me comrade. That's what we are now. California. Yep. History seems to be repeating itself at People's Park in Berkeley. Activists have long battled to keep it open and green. And now you see Berkeley is cutting down the trees and preparing to build hundreds of apartments at the site. Activists fought back and even battled police. But this week, the court issued a temporary injunction to stop the construction, at least for now. It's, that battles up in Berkeley just continue, hmm. whatever. Yeah, so so much for the environmentalist in Berkeley, right? T- tear, tear down them trees. <laughs> uh, and then 50 years ago, Congress outlawed sex discrimination in education, including sports, via Title IX. Now it turns out 20 universities have pushed higher scholarships to males versus female athletes. This is an average of 3.5% difference. Doesn't sound like a lot. But the law says it has to be within 1% if you're going to be getting federal funds and you're supporting Title IX, mm-hmm. equality between female and male sports. All right. We've got two minutes left, Bob. Okay. Um, then uh, a family foundation researches college access says that too many colleges are too far from the nearest public transit terminal. Half a mile is average, and they say that's too far to walk. (laughs) Good grief. They need the exercise. How lazy are these people today? (laughs) (laughs) Talk about snowflakes. Okay. They say the school is going to ask the metro system to extend their lines into the campuses in order to save these students from the grievous physical exertion they have to do to get to class. Good grief. I know. Anyway, I've got lots of more, but we need to end it, and I wanted to give a support for we the kids.us. It's a great patriotic group, and I urge everyone to get involved with them. Look them up, and, uh, and, and they'll send you materials for free that you can share with your kids, preaching about the history and glory of the founding of America and what it is, what it means in our history. Right. And, and if you're watching on Facebook, you can see I got my hat on, I got my t shirt on. They've got great gear. So support We the Kids by going uh, there and, um, and getting some cute gear, pro-America, God and country. I get so many compliments on the T-shirt and hat when I'm walking around with it, by the way. So definitely great. And I, we, we're never going to have time to cover everything because that's how it entrenched the left is in our schools. That's why it truly is the, the battle for the future of this country is taking place in our schools. And it's 12 months a year. It's round the clock and we got to get active. And that's why Bob and I do these segments because we want to not just inform, we want to motivate you to go and actually get active and participate, run for office, go. Go to school boards, find out what they're doing. Are they Im- implementing crazy policies like firing, you know, white teachers first? What are they teaching in the classrooms? Go to wethekids.us, get active, and tune in every Friday night and hear what Bob has to say. He breaks the news here, shares topics nobody else does. We'll see you next hour coming up on the Andrew K Show. Love you, Bob. Don Quixote. Take it yeah. easy. All right. Uh-huh. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.